0: You're listening to Crunch Time, the hottest young pod in the world of sports. Welcome back to another episode of Crunch Time. I'm Mikey. I'm David. And I'm Sam. Hope you're all doing well during these unprecedented times. We have a fun episode for you all today. And as you guys know, the city of Los Angeles has plenty of stars. So in today's episode, we'll be giving our picks for the top 10 LA athletes. All right, so David, before we start, let's just get into it with our honorable mentions.
1: Yeah, so I have, from my I don't know, I have Mookie Betts, new recent outfielder for the Los Angeles Dodgers. I think they stole him in the trade uh, with the Red Sox. I also have wide receiver Keenan Allen for the Los Angeles Chargers. I think now that Melvin Gordon and Phillip Rivers are gone, he's one of the best players on that team. I also have Joey Bosa, another player on the Chargers. He is a defensive end. He is a beast, one of the best in the entire league. And Anze Kopitar, uh hockey player for the los angeles kings i think he's in a really good and underrated especially for los angeles
0: yeah I, I definitely agree with a lot of those um mookie Betts. i like what you said we all know mookie Betts' potential but the reason why i don't have him on my list is because he just has not played a game in L- la yet so i have no idea how he's going to adapt same with anthony brandon um came from the Nationals last, last year was a huge part of that world series winning team and i think he's going to be really good on the angels with mike trout i think that he's going to help the Angels maybe reach the playoffs, which they haven't done in a while. So I'm very happy for him. But the two of them, the two baseball stars, I don't want to put them on my list because I just don't know how they're going to adapt in L.A. I don't know how they're going to play. I also agree with you about Joey Bosa, beast, great player. And then I have Walker Bueller. One of the, I think he's one of the better pitchers in the game. Everyone, you know, you look at the Dodgers pitching staff and you think of Clayton Kershaw, Ryu last year, but Walker Buehler is really making a name for himself. He's very young, so I really like him. He's not on my list yet, but I can see him in a few years being on that list. Sam, what are your honorable mentions?
2: Yeah, for mine, I have Mookie. I think I know he hasn't played in L.A. and hasn't adapted, but I think it's safe to say that he'll have an unbelievable career there. I actually have Shohei Otani. I know he hasn't been amazing so far in the beginning part of his career, but I think his potential I think that deserves some recognition. I think Bosa is a beast, had an unbelievable first couple of years of his career. And obviously Walker Bueller. I think, in my opinion, he's just as good as Kershaw. If not, he's going to be a little better this upcoming season. So I think those are my guys.
0: Yeah, I like what you said about I like what you said about Shohei Otani because you know, like he's a really special player. The ability to hit and pitch, like that's very rare. Like Babe Ruth was pretty much the only other famous player that was able to do that. So I think it's really impressive that at such a young age, he's already doing that. And I think he will be a star. I'm not too confident with him, but he did win Rookie of the Year. It was very controversial because, you know, a lot of people thought Indujar might have deserved it more. But that's not the point. Otani, I think he has a lot to prove. He's going to be a star, hopefully. I just want to see if he stays healthy. That's my main thing. Yeah, if
1: he stays healthy his whole career, he can be a really good player and one of the best pitchers, I think, of this generation.
2: This is why I think Otani is so special. There's, there are the intangibles and there are the tangibles. The intangibles are the things that you cannot work on and the things you are either born with or born without. And he does all of those things perfectly. The things that he can work on, arm strength, a little bit of speed, that's all stuff that he can work on. He could work on work like his lower body and upper body to prevent him from getting injuries. But what he can do, he can hit. He has excellent hand-eye coordination, and those, those are just things that you cannot train.
0: Yeah, I like that a lot. All right. So let's get into our list. David, read your eight through 10. We'll start with that. All
1: right, so for my 10, this, Mikey, you mentioned, this is Anthony are third baseman from the Angels. You said he wasn't on your list because he hasn't played a game yet, but I feel like he was a star last season. He hit 34 home runs, 126 RBIs, which is fantastic. That's, I think he led the league in RBIs last season, if I'm correct. So there's so much greatness there. And I feel like he's going to adapt to that system so well this there's not really to be a struggle. So I think I already put him there because he already deserves a spot there. For my number nine, I have Clayton Kershaw. I think really no question. He's a great pitcher for the Dodgers. So I like him a lot. And for my number eight, I have Carlos Vela, winger from LAFC. He's really talented, scores so many goals. And I just really like him a lot. I think like he's really underrated. So I put him at number eight.
0: Yeah, I-, I like your picks a lot. Clayton Kershaw, I have him as my number 10. It's kind of a shame because like, you know, Clayton Kershaw was really... Like, he was probably one of the best players in baseball. I just really – he had a big fall off. It's not his fault. Age happened. And, like, you know, his difficulties in the playoffs really are just, like, a con for him. I think that's one of his worst um, parts about him as a player. I still think he's great. But, like, you know, he's not in his prime anymore, I'd say. And, like, with Walker Bueller being there, with Ryu being there, it's not like Kershaw's the number one guy anymore for – like the Dodgers, you know, he, he's, they have a solid rotation, but he's just not the superstar that he used to be. Number nine, I have Paul George. I, I know you guys have him higher in your list, but I just think Paul George, you know, he's like a great player. I thought his best, he, with his best, he was the Thunder and the Pacers. He's done great things with the Clippers, but he's not shining on that number one role. And David, you had Kopitar in your honorable mention. I just love what he's done for the Kings. I know hockey isn't really the biggest sport, in LA, But, you know, he's just been really dominant. The stats speak for themselves. He's got 63 points this season. Too bad, like, you know, it's got to cut short. But he's had a great run. He's had a great season. I know he's 31, but he's still a great player, very dominant. So he's my number eight. Sam, what do you think? I
2: think, I think both of your picks were actually very strong. I'm going to – I don't really love to admit when I'm wrong, but right now I think that's one of those situations. I think David had Rendon on his list – I know he has not played a game in L.A., but here's what I want to say about him. In the playoffs, that's when he stepped up most when it mattered. He's a very clutch player. L.A. is the city. Tons of lights, tons of spotlight, tons of pressure. I expect him to step up. He might not be the biggest star, but I think he's going to have an increased role with this team. So I think he, historically, maybe he's not one of the top players in the league, but I think he's going to prove that he's worth a lot of money, and I think he... They need to win a World Series sooner than later. I think this is going to be the year. If the Angels are going to have a good season before Trout wants out or before Trout's prime is over, I think this is the year. I think they have to make huge strides in their game. Otani, I really think he can be a difference maker, and I think Otani and Rendon can make a very good duo for them.
0: My, my only concern is that the Angels just don't even make the playoffs. Like, we – I have like, they're, they have a great lineup. They're starting to emerge, but like, they don't have much depth. You know, like, it just mainly for me, it just seems like it's Calhoun, Trout, Otani. I feel like there's no like other guys to really back them up in the lineup. Like, they had Cole Calhoun, but like, you know, those three are going to be the centerpiece of the lineup. They're good enough to carry a team, but then you got to look at their pitching staff. They're like the pitching staff yeah, is not as can, strong. I still feel like they needed that one extra piece, and no, they no. got it with Rendon.
1: I, if but, you have two superstars on pitching, one team, then but that's
0: pitching it. would help them so yes. much. And that's for example, like, like
1: look at the Lakers, Anthony Davis and LeBron. Their depth is terrible, but look how good they are.
0: But I'm just speaking about how, like you said that you know, like he's such a clutch player in the playoffs. I agree that if the Angels do make the playoffs, Rendon, you know, because Trout doesn't have that much experience. Wait, right? wait, wait. Let me speak. I'm not talking no, wait, about the Trout. Trout, wait. But just Trout has no experience in the playoffs Rendon does. So when it comes to the playoffs, I think Rendon is more valuable in the locker room and will give great advice to players like Mike Trout. I'm just I I so much respect for Anthony Rendon. I think he's going to do great things. My only concern is I don't even know if the Angels will make the playoffs. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, I understand that, but their team was absolutely
2: horrible. One of the worst teams in the league. I think they need to make strides this year. They need to improve. I'm not saying they will become a World Series contender this season. Yeah,
0: is going to develop. That's
2: yeah. that's an- and Rendon problem. is going to be valuable because even if they're not going to the playoffs, there's still a ton of pressure playing in LA. Tons of fans, and that's why I see Rendon being so valuable for them. I'm but
1: just the, going to say so that funny. like Garrett Cole much because the Dodgers are the better team for the most part. So and everyone in Los Angeles is mostly a Dodgers. But
0: maybe, yeah, but the, the Angels want to like be in the spotlight a little bit more because Mike Trout has been is one of, is the best player in baseball. Like. Hands down. I just feel like if the Angels, because, you know, we all know that Garrett Cole was his final two options were pretty much the Yankees and the Angels. And if the Angels actually acquired Garrett Cole, that would be so amazing for them. And I think that we would be talking about the Angels in a completely new perspective. We would be considering them as one of the top teams in baseball. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. They ended up getting Rendon. So that's my only thing for the Angels. Like, obviously, Trout, Otani, Rendon, amazing players. The Angels, are they going to have a better season next year? Yeah. Are they maybe going to compete for the division, like for the wild card? Yeah. But, like, I just don't – I'm not certain if Rendon is going to have the opportunity to even step up in the playoffs. That was my only point. So I that's don't will step up in the playoffs. I don't think they'll make the playoffs. I just think there's
2: still a lot of pressure, and that's what he's going to of throw. Course, of course. And yeah. there are there are higher expectations. Young Trout is young. Otani's young. So this team has a lot of potential.
0: Yeah, there are higher expectations for the Angels this year.
2: Okay. For my number 10, I'm going to say Anze Kopitar. I think he's a really valuable part of the Kings. I know they're not a great team right now, but I think if the team has any hope for the future, I think he's definitely a centerpiece in that. Vela is obviously a great winger, as you guys said. Very fast, quick, shifty, excellent passer for a winger. And I think Paul George is definitely extremely valuable for that team. The only reason I don't have him higher is because when you compare him to the other guys, Paul George is like the 12th best in the league. And when you look at these other guys, yeah, maybe Paul George is more well-known, but he's not that good compared to some of these other guys. He's not a top yeah. five. But He's dominating the MLS, MLS right now. Like that's- Exactly. Sam, yeah. I want to ask you I about like your
1: list one. a little bit. I'm going to go down a spot. You've So you have Jalen Ramsey over Paul George. I would like to ask you why.
2: I think you can make an argument that Ramsey is the best cornerback in the league. I think, I think it's Gilmore. But you can make a fair argument. Ramsey did have an off year this year, and Gilmore stepped up. But when he was on the Jaguars, Ramsey was widely regarded as the best cornerback in football. He didn't have a ton of help, and he didn't step up. This year was a very bad—it was a tough transition. The Rams were dealing with injuries. The defensive line wasn't great. Clay Matthews was not great. Donald got double-teamed, which made it very difficult for the defensive line as a whole. And they traded away some main pieces of their secondary. I think Ramsey, his ego kind of sometimes gets people to think that he's not that good because sometimes he talks a big game and doesn't perform to that level. But we're forgetting how good this dude was two years ago. He was a star on the Jaguars. He was by far the best player on that team. And you can make a really good argument he was the best player in that entire division. Ramsey is a stud. And I think next year he will be the best cornerback in football.
1: How can you say that with Tredavious White, Marlon Humphrey, Stephon Gilmore? Like, there's so much other talent than Ramsey. Ramsey's getting older, and when – he's not old, but, like, he's moving to a team where they don't need him as much as the Jaguars did. The Jaguars made the playoffs almost primarily – He was a
0: vital part of the Jaguars' playoff team. Like, Okay. This is going to be very controversial. I think Jalen Ramsey's a one-season wonder. I'm not – I'm, I'm saying – say I, say I, I, I don't think, think he's, he's going to be bad, he's, but he's never – I don't, don't think he's sure. ever going to have – He's never gonna be the same player as he was on the Jaguars. He like like you, Sam, like you said, Sam, his ego is gonna get ahead of him. And that's you're like, how long can you keep it up with your ego like that? No one's gonna want you at, after a certain point. He talks a lot of game and a lot of times he doesn't perform. I'm not a fan of Jalen Ramsey at all. And I don't know if he's a one-season wonder, but to be honest, based on last season, and to I don't think he's gonna have a good season with the Rams this year. That's the only reason why I'm gonna go out Rams are going even, they're, they're, of the down. He's got to be in contention for They're just gonna get worse. He's not an honorable mention for you. Yeah. Yeah. he does deserve to be. I'm, I'm not a fan of him at all. I don't like him. Not I don't, not like, I don't him. like
1: him. It's just because he's not as talented as these other players.
0: he, he, and he sure. wasn't as good as he used to, to be, be.
1: but I feel like he is.
0: I, I don't know. I'm not too high on, on him. Sam, who do you have for your six and five? Yeah. So I have Aaron Donald. Obviously, a complete
2: stud. Best defensive. Maybe the best defensive lineman in the league. Maybe Mack. Great pass rusher. Donald's so powerful, so strong, one of the highest IQs in the entire NFL, uses his hands extremely well, and that's why I actually have him over Paul George. Because I think, yeah, maybe more people know about Paul George, but Aaron Donald is better for his position than George's.
1: Yeah, I, I like that, Sam. I, I also have Aaron Donald higher than George, but I have him actually at, my I believe, my number five. And I have George at my seven. The reason I have George at my seven is because I know he was an MVP candidate, I believe, one or two seasons ago. But I feel like since he's come to L.A., he's yeah, he's been dealing with a little bit of an injury. But he's not the same player he was when he was on the Thunder or the Pacers. So I like that. And then I have Cody Bellinger in between them because he's a stud. He's the best player in the Dodgers, even with Mookie Betts there. I still feel like he's the best player on that team by far. Uh, so I like a talent, but I feel like right now he's better played than Paul George, but I feel like slightly behind Don- uh, Donald. I agree, Sam. I think Don- Donald is the best defensive lineman in the NFL right now.
2: I, I like what you're saying that Paul George maybe isn't the same player. I actually think that's not true. I just think he has more help, so he doesn't need to do as much. Which yeah. seems like he has less of a role. But
1: then that that still doesn't mean he's not a good player. Maybe he has to do less. But I feel like he's I, still.
2: I don't great. think he's gotten worse at all. But I he's not think- the number one guy anymore. He was the number one guy
0: yeah. on the paper. Yeah, yeah, he, but he, I don't, he, like I don't need to be the number one guy to be on that like, list. Exactly. He's no, of course not. I feel like no. If if he was like prime, like pacer, he'd be like much higher on my list. And just now that Kawhi is really the number one guy and peachy's kind of you know like the number, he's like the Robin to his Batman, like. I just think that he's going to be lower on my list. And he was actually at nine for me. So I know that that's maybe a little bit low for you guys, but I just don't think he was the same player. All right. I think
2: if, if you the Clips
0: six, win the seven, championship, six. people are going to be talking about Paul George in a completely different way. All right. So for my number seven, I have Carlos Vela. I wanted to include him high on the list because this guy is dominating the MLS. Yeah, of course, the MLS isn't, you know, soccer's biggest league, obviously, like, if this was a world's list for soccer, he wouldn't even be close to this list. But the fact that he did such great things at the age of 31 for the MLS, easily the best player. I mean, like last year he had, what, um, 34 goals. So he was really very dominant all throughout the season. And the LAFC did very well. Donald is my sixth. I love Aaron Donald. I do think that he is the best defensive lineman in the league, you know, Mac had a bad season last year, like you said, Sam. And for number five, I have Cody Bellinger. I love Cody Bellinger a lot. I feel bad for the guy because he should have a World Series under his belt. He should have so many awards under his belt. I love this player. He has done great things with the Dodgers. He really stepped up. He's still so young. That's one of the best things about him. But he's already embraced his role in the Dodgers. He was one of the centerpieces to their great teams the past three years. So, Cody Bellinger, the sky's the limit for him. I think that he can in a few years he can emerge as the best player in baseball i really think and the fact that he can just hit such nukes and big home runs and he's still like a slim guy i think that that's pretty special like you know you got aaron judge stanton the big home run hitters you know they're just bigger guys but bellinger's just a slim guy he's still hitting a huge amount of home runs so i think that if we get a little bit more time for bellinger to develop maybe even put him as the number one Like, role on the team. I think he's going to do amazing things. And we'll, and that's like a perfect place for him to be. Yeah. Five, especially now with, with like LA having such huge basketball stars. I think five for Bellinger is actually pretty impressive. Like, that, that just shows like how, that just shows how good he is. And I'm very high on him. So I like him. And Sam, you got to tell us your number five. So who do you have? Three, number five, and then go down to four. Yeah,
2: I actually have Anthony Davis at six above Cody Bellinger. I want to bring up an interesting point. I know both of you guys don't have that, but if you guys ranked Cody Bellinger, what would you say he is in the MLB? I'd say top five. Top five, exactly. If you rank the guys in the NBA, Davis is maybe eight. not this season. Not this season because all these guys are hurt. Uh,
0: Curry. Yeah, but there are uh, less players on yeah, but there are less players yeah. on a basketball I don't roster. But injuries just kind of age right now. But Sam, there are less players on a basketball yeah. roster, though, because when you're talking about baseball, you're talking about hitters, you're talking about pitchers. I think Bellinger is probably top five hitter in the league, maybe not top five player. He's still the top five hitter. So I, I don't know if that like reasoning is kind of valid because baseball has double the amount of players basketball does. That's that's think, that's the only I thing think I think
2: very similar. I think Davis this season is a top five player without the injuries. Bellinger is a top five hitter. Maybe
0: not a top five player. You can still debate him and say that well, he's a top five player. Fair. But that's, it. that's if you include pitchers. I, so you're I thinking still, Cody Bellinger is better than AD right now? I'm going to say yes.
1: I feel like I'd rather go against Cody Bellinger than rather go against Anthony Davis.
0: I yeah. don't know. The, the AD move was just so hyped this year. Like, Like we said before, they don't, the the Lakers don't have like a deep bench. They don't really have that much of a complete team. Like the fact that they're doing such great things, obviously they have LeBron, but like, you know, AD has really stepped up in that role. I just think that, and since he isn't his prime and since he is, you know, older, I'm going to give, I'm going to give AD the edge over Cody Ballinger, especially during this time with, you know, the Lakers and the Clippers being like the Kings of the NBA. I'm going to give it to Davis. That's why I have Davis at my four, like,
2: don't get no. me wrong. Davis is playing absolutely unbelievable just de- this season. I just think the lack of depth and the fact that he's in L.A. at the center of the basketball world right now just gives him a lot more attention. So whatever he's doing, it seems like he's doing even better, if that makes more, sense. Yeah, makes but
0: more. at the same time, the Dodgers have such a deep team, but look how much hype there is around Cody Bellinger. That's the only thing I just want to point out. Like, exactly. the Dodgers' whole nice. lineup is complete. And there's a lot of hype, so that's that's why I actually can understand your point, why you think Cody Bellinger's over AD. I just think AD just embraces the spotlight a little bit more. He's loved playing with LeBron. I now that I think about it, I like your point, Sam. I'm gonna give it to AD just because he's just older, and more experienced. But I'll give you I'll give you props for that. I like that. Yeah,
1: I I don't know. I just disagree from a standpoint that I just feel like Anthony Davis is more dominant player for his respective sport. That's why I just feel like he's better.
2: Yeah, no, that's a perfectly valid point as well. And also, 3-2-1, uh, I think... We all have one, the same. Yeah, we all have the same. This is n- I don't even think there's any debate. But but I want to make one interesting point. Give it two years, I think Trout's going to be at number one on us. Can we all agree yeah. on that? Yeah,
1: because LeBron's okay. going to start getting um, more aged and less um, talented. Yeah.
0: And for all you listeners out there, our number ones, we all have LeBron. Number two is Mike Trout. Number three is Kawhi Leonard. We're just going to explain. I don't even – I mean, we'll, we'll explain it, but LeBron starting at number one, I don't think there's need for explanation. Like, LeBron is the best player in basketball. He's an incredibly influential athlete. He's known all over the world. He embraces the spotlight like no other athlete. I mean, like – He's at thirty-five and he's still doing it. I think right now there are some listeners that are going
1: to sit here and say Kawhi Leonard is better than LeBron James, and I'm going to have to disagree just because LeBron James is older than Kawhi Leonard, and I feel like at this point
0: he's he's more complete. complete. I'm not talking about this season; I'm talking about he's
1: done all this. Exactly. Was was Anthony Davis, and he stepped up to that role, and he was very valuable this season. Best team possibly in the NBA. Like they could not like
0: they could possibly win the championship. Like LeBron is such high standard, and he's performed extremely well. And to to go with that, that's why I put Kopitar on my list. He's 31, like, for the Kings. He's 31, but, like, if you look at his career and the fact that he's still keeping up, like, great stats, like, yeah, like, LeBron maybe, you know, like, LeBron, Giannis is – I don't want to say Giannis is better than LeBron this season, but, you know, Giannis did win the MVP over LeBron last season. I know know he battled with – I'm just saying, like – When I think of this list, I don't want to think of just one individual season this year. I just want to think about like LeBron James just as an athlete, and that's why I have to put him as number one. That's 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 my reason. I'm gonna David. You brought up a really good point that LeBron. Yeah, we need to make that clear to all the listeners.
2: But but I'm gonna say this is what kills Kawhi stock the most. It's the load management that kills. He can't win. I agree. I agree. MVP. He hasn't played enough games. He can't shine because that that much because if he has because one bad minutes. Night, exactly if he has one bad night that's like
0: a week's worth of play for that team yeah i think the load management thing is ridiculous but like i'm just confused why kawhi leonard like supports that like i don't like, he's had no he's too valuable for that team they have enough depth that they don't need him every single night but it's, Kawhi it's leonard just, made a big move to the clippers i just don't appreciate the fact that he's doing that like if i make if i leave a championship winning team yeah, like he he was with the Raptors, he led them to a championship. It was an incredible story. And then I'm gonna leave to join the Clippers. I'm gonna wanna play and I'm gonna wanna be the number one guy. Kawhi isn't complaining that much. Like I don't understand how you can
1: switch teams He's like you said, Mikey, from a championship winning team, and then decide like it's fine if you don't get that
2: many minutes. Like how? Like, like don't yeah. you
0: want to live up to his contract? Like that's like no,
2: no no no. That's not Kawhi. He wants to win. And if he's healthy, yeah. that gives him the best chance of winning.
0: They I don't, still need remember, I still don't appreciate I I just still think that as a professional athlete, when you're healthy, I think like when you get you're a chance to play, you should play.
2: 100% right. He should be playing, but they don't need him to play. They, he should be. It's completely
0: ridiculous that a pro no, athlete that's is exactly. But, we're, but on this list, we're talking about the individual athlete and we're talking about Kawhi Leonard, who is dealing with load management and he's not playing as much as like LeBron. So that's why, like Kawhi Leonard, he, like when he's on the court, he's one of the best players. But like when we're looking about Kawhi Leonard in general, you have to think of the load management issues. And I you also just think of like, like you're I'm an NBA sure. player who'd you rather
1: go against Kawhi or LeBron. And I think the answer is you don't face LeBron. You'd rather face Kawhi. It's a really tough decision.
2: Uh, LeBron! I don't know, dude. There are a lot
0: of players Come in on. the
2: league. Come on, dude. But
0: I'm not saying Kawhi is a defensive I'm machine. Saying, but LeBron is not, LeBron is dominant. Saying, LeBron is a monster. LeBron
2: is scary. Kawhi in the playoffs is a different breed
0: yeah, well, but,
1: he yeah for the Raptors well, team because he had to this this season there's so much depth so I really like to see how this plays
0: out but think about it cool. but like yeah he's a great he's player. gonna play every single game in the playoffs I don't think that's not gotta- that's not I don't yeah but that's what this is what I, I disagree with like that's not course, what I'm saying of course he's so good in the playoffs we all know that but like when you're dealing when you look at when you look back at someone's career and you look at like their MVP awards and like, that's based on the regular season. And if you're going to sit out games, like, you don't deserve the MVP. So when we look back at Kawhi Leonard's career, and he's not winning as many MVPs as He's LeBron. not going to win an MVP. In I'm his honest, MVP. I that's, can say that's, that's just one of his downfalls. Like, of course, he stopped two dynasties from, like, a three-peat. Like, that's amazing. But, like, we're talking about the regular season also. Like, that's just – like, that's really vital as – we're talking about players, so I definitely think that the Kawhi Leonard, the fact that he's sitting out with the load management thing, I'm not a fan of it. So that's why he's at three. But like, no disrespect to Kawhi, like I just want to make that clear. Like, yeah, you know, I love Kawhi on the court. Confidence. He will not win an MVP in his career. I can say there are that, so many arguments. That's with Giannis and Luca and Zion even like. I, I agree. yeah, I just think that right that. now LeBron is just still better. Yes, I agree.
2: No, he is. I think Kawhi. You could, next
0: season, he if he, he could be the best player in the league. I don't know. Kawhi's got to Kawhi's got to yeah, win a final. Kawhi's got to win a championship in the next two years for the Clippers. That's he even, can. Even. think they'll win this year but that, with
1: just, a fully yeah. healthy Paul George and less load management. That team can definitely win a championship. But
0: look, we've seen LeBron time and time carry his team on his back during the playoffs. We've seen the Cavs. Yeah, of course he didn't come through all the time with the Cavs. He went one and he went one and three. But like, think about it. We look at let's let's take the let's take the 2018 NBA Finals. LeBron's Cavs and. And um, the Warriors. The Warriors were better by a landslide. No one... Like, everyone thought that the Celtics would probably beat the Cavs. And, like, LeBron just carried his team on his back. He would score 30 to 40 points. And I just don't think Kawhi is so good in the playoffs. But Kawhi does not have the ability to do that. That's why LeBron's better. He's better. I think Kawhi... You could definitely make an argument because of,
2: I think, LeBron... Maybe sometimes he doesn't pull through in the clutch. Maybe... Sometimes his shooting is inconsistent. Sometimes his ball handling is a little rusty. I agree with all those things. He's the best leader in the NBA. That's what separates him from the oh, pack. Yeah. And I, his I, IQ. He has the highest basketball. Oh IQ. my god. Ridiculous IQ. Yeah, him and Chris Paul off the charts.
1: Most like intelligent and amazing human beings in the entire world.
2: Yeah. That's I, why you
0: gotta will love. Him. still be an amazing impactor on a team. You gotta and, love him. As for the rest of his career, he'll still be an amazing asset to any yeah, team. Exactly. Any team would love to have LeBron. When he's done with basketball, he's gonna do great, great things. I mean, he started the school too, like off the court, great for young guys, like a mentor to like rookies and guys. Like LeBron James is like no other player in the league. Like amazing human being, on and off the court, incredible player. Yeah, obviously he, you know, like he's gone three and six in the NBA finals, I believe, but to me, with LeBron talking about that, it's not really about that. It's just like how dominant he is in the court, how exciting he is, and like how you can always just count on him like to just pull through and like regardless of any situation with any team, he'll still carry his team on his back, do whatever it takes. And LeBron's attitude towards winning, LeBron hasn't always been with the best teams, but you know, he's still done a great thing.
1: Like the cast team in twenty sixteen going up that seventy three and nine worst team, like
0: yeah, yeah, and they and came back, back from 3-1. Who
1: would have one thought one? that? Like, he personally did that. I don't care if made, Kyrie made that shot, it was LeBron.
2: Yeah, it was LeBron. If, when you look at the stat sheet, it was LeBron. No, it was his block that led to Kyrie's three.
0: No but, no, but the whole series, like, it yeah, was LeBron. The, like, the reason no, they came LeBron back that let them win. Yeah. The
2: individual
1: plays. It's because of LeBron.
0: Yeah. All right, and to finish off this episode, Mike Trout, number two, he's dominated baseball for, like, the past, what, five years? Like, I just think right now, like, when you're talking about an MVP race, like it's literally always trout. This guy is this guy is nuts. Like, I think that the like Mike Trout can go down as one of the greatest players of all time. And many
1: will think. think that he can be the greatest player of all time if he continues at this rate,
0: yeah, and he stays healthy. He is very consistent. Like you're not you're not seeing Mike Trout battling with too many injuries. He's always on the field trying hundred percent. Okay the only thing holding him back is he's on this really really bad angels team agree but that's talking about addition of rendon yeah, It could help it's not really really bad it's just like they are not bad situation it's a bad they, situation they, like yeah. they are not they're not a bad team but they're in no way or shape like they are not yeah a but you close can't put to the all time discussion if he doesn't have championships agree agree okay i i have a feeling that like if they get a big pitcher Maybe a rookie comes along along the way with Otani and Trout is just that number one guy in the lineup. The Angels will win a World Series, but I like, yeah, like if he's gonna go down as one of the best players, he's gotta win. He's gotta win. That's that's the goal in sports to win the championship. And I believe in him because he has the potential. And he does, like, he does everything right. He's a home run hitter. He's a consistent hitter. He's a, he's he's a great deal too. He's got a cannon in the outfield. He's got he's got pretty much everything. So it just whether he you know whether he i don't know what he's i don't think he's gonna battle i think there's only
2: one thing he needs to work on actually i think it's his leadership i think maybe that could could Never been in a position where he needs to yeah okay that's actually as well
0: you know what i mean all right so thanks for listening to this episode of crunch time but please check out our last episode we interviewed street baller larry williams or as many of you know him as bone collector check that out and thank you all for the support we really appreciate it stay safe and stay healthy Thanks for listening to this episode of Crunch Shine. We'll be back with new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. Follow our Instagram at CrunchTimePod. Pod. We're available on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, and many other streaming platforms. And we have a TikTok, so please go check that out. And we will see you next time.